This week on Rails End Mysteries, Gwyneth Appleton gets some protection. Aaron Aronson gets a big gun. Agent Erickson gets a special delivery. And Avis Osborne gets an epiphany. Okay, so we got some things to do here. <laughs> so I, I think first, um, Aaron. Yes. How do you want to approach Kirsten with this situation? So I think the. Do you, Are you taking the dogs? I think I want to take the dogs with me as proof that I've done something successfully. I, 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 I love this image. I, I, I can imagine Aaron um, walking in with the, what, you got four dogs now? Yep. yep. Yeah. And I will say, however, that as creepy as this is, there's only one place you know you could find Kirsten who thinks you're a hero. Oh, no. Going to the high, the high school. school. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was thinking of going to the animal shelter and hoping someone was there. That's true. That she Kirsten, is a volunteer. What then. friend, family member, yes. or whatever? Like, you could go there and have the dogs and try to get them back to their owners through them. I, I okay. I think that's considerably less creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is. I was about to that's say, a good <laughs> idea. Let's go Aaronson, with that one. Uh, favorite of high school girls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I already offered the high school girls for their money. I'll have you know. So okay, Aaron, you're nice. hiking in to the yeah. uh, uh, the animal shelter. And you've got these dogs in tow, and I—you did make friends with the people, who, with the woman who run the place, who is Kirsten's aunt, yeah. who was very impressed by you. So I think you roll in with these dogs on leashes that you bought somewhere. I'm sure and I have rope. Like, I'm at sure the, you do. At the worst, he has rope. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that the tabernacle didn't bother to do anything like say remove their collars. Or anything like that, oh, well, right? I mean, uh, well, I mean, why would you, right? Like, that's just yeah. a good way if to get bit. If you're planning to just sacrifice yeah. them, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Aaron, you roll in, and um, there is a gasp as that happens. Um, and I believe, if I am consulting my notes correctly, Melanie is the director. Yes, Melanie. Mm -hmm. um, Melanie is at the reception desk and she's looking very sad and she just lights up when she sees Aaron Aronson coming in with these four dogs. Mr. Mr. Aronson, you, you, you said you would, would help us and oh God bless, you did. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry I can only rescue the four. It's the bloody healing cavern tabernacle again. I've got no idea what they had. I snuck in. They had cages and cages full of dogs everywhere. And, like, they've caught me and I had to run out. Got goddamn shotguns pointing at me. It was a hell of a heist. If you'd have filmed it... Them sons of bitches. Those sons of bitches stole oh all of the animals. <laughs> and I only got these four of my life out of it. Where are they keeping them? I reckon that I've moved them from where they were now, but, oh... Where where do they have them? They keep them in that big state church building of theirs? 
No, no, they're in some creepy cave in the woods. But I reckon if you go to the big church building, they'll know where they are. But don't do that. It's far too dangerous. That would be a terrible idea. Never do that. All right, Aaron. Roll to manipulate. <laughs> I feel like you almost Roll should well. have a negative for trying this reverse psychology thing, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> a negative and a positive. Yeah. yeah, I got a seven plus three, which brings me to a ten. Hey. Mm. Nice. They do it for the reason. So she looks at you and she nods and she says, I've never dreamed of doing anything that dangerous, Mr. Aronson, but wink, wink, thank you for bringing these precious creatures. We'll get yeah. them back to their owners. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could just stir up a bit of trouble for the tabernacle while you're at it. That'd be great. Don't get yourself in any yeah. danger, but the more we ain't never one of them sons of bitch outsiders yeah. around here right they they're going to get what's coming to them yeah the more trouble they're in here the easier it'll be for me to sneak in and rescue the next bunch of these poor poor animals and i pat one of the dogs and make sad eyes god bless you mr aronson and melody take, begins to take the dogs uh to the back yeah. all right it's gunshot time <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, and Gwyneth, are you going with her? Um, yep, I am. You just waited outside. Around yeah, the corner. Just keep an eye out for trouble, like a good wing person. Okay. Gwyneth presents. Alan knows Gwyneth presents that. So you're going to rails in, pawn and gun. And Erickson is staying far away. Uh huh. And Avis, what are you doing? I have no clue what I can do that would be of any help today. going to the police station sort of... today. Okay. I think I'm just waiting for people to come back and trying to come up with a plan on how to, like, actually get in and disrupt everything. Where are you waiting? Are you in Old Frigg? Or are you, uh... I'm probably back at our new kind of base at Lawson's. No, I mean, I think that's fair. That's fine. I think I stayed there and yeah. just started trying I think to Arison, various different Arison, possible spells and ways yeah, to disrupt Arison would suggest, a sacrifice. Like, do you have any way of, like, they had a whistle to call these animals to them. Do you, can you do something like that? Um, can you um, prepare a ritual maybe. or something? The, yeah. I'm, yeah. Or I can yeah. try to counteract that. I, I'm going to Or do from a more mundane side, you could try and get in touch with our friends. And warn them what's coming. Yeah, I think I might do that too. I don't actually have a phone, is the thing. Is there a landmine? No, Lawson's doesn't. No, no it wouldn't be. Lawson's um, is abandoned. I need my phone. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think I'm just doing research. Somebody else is going to have to contact me. You're everybody. doing research. Yes, I'm going through my book and trying to figure out ways to disrupt sacrifices and disrupt magical you item effects. You also could go to the library. I could. Um, you mind dropping me off? Yeah, of course. There, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Okay, so where do we want to pick up next? Do we want to go to Rails End, Pawn and Gun? Do we want to go to the library or do we want to go to the police station? I want to go last. Okay. Okay. So let's go to Rails End, Pawn and Gun. How is this going down? I've got a great Aaron themed idea for trying to buy the biggest gun I can. <laughs> <laughs> so are you you're trying to buy a gun or are you trying to buy ammo? I've got a shot? great idea for how to buy a gun. 
Okay. I'd like to wander in, sort of try and make eye contact with a salesperson and be like, all right. <laughs> the salesperson? The, the owner looks at you and says, can I help you, buddy? Yeah. So I got a bit of a funny situation. <laughs> Me folks from England are coming over next week, and I bought this tiny little pea shooter here. And they've been absolutely ripping me into it for gun ownership because they're such a bunch of gun-hating Brits. And I was thinking that while my little brother was here, I was going to buy the biggest gun I could and teach him to shoot it so he get a proper taste of freedom while he was here. I love this. Yeah, I was so wondering I what was the biggest, right. most outrageous-looking gun you had because like, I want to teach my brother how to do this properly. So, I was going to come down very hard against this until you got to the proper taste of freedom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think you are going to need to roll to manipulate. Oh, yeah. On this one. I, yeah, no I rolled a cool. seven and got plus three puts me on a ten. So, he, the, the, the gun shop guy, <laughs> smiles and he says, I know, man, those, those damn limeys, they don't know anything about freedom. It's, it's good yeah. you're here, brother. Oh. It's good that you've come over. I've come over and I've been won over. Well, let me show you. If you want to taste freedom whenever you're pulling the trigger, let me show you this here. It's mostly legal around here. Um, they keep trying to ban, you know, assault weapons, and so it's not... It's technically only semi-automatic, but I can show you how you can, oh, with God. the file and a few tools, you can make it, well, mostly legal, but much more fully automatic. Uh, oh, that sounds like freedom to me, brother. <laughs> now, oh, you'll be able to squeeze off a lot of rounds with this bad boy, yeah. though, so you're going to need to be careful, and you're going to need a powerful amount of ammo. Mm -hmm. Um, let me show you where we got some of that. Fantastic. So, exactly how much money do you have, Aaron? Because this is some serious coin. When, how much you when you were in the cafe, like in the second episode, yeah. you pulled out like a stack had, of like, cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have yeah. like stacks of cash from various things. So, I feel off the ballpark of a few thousand total, but I'm possibly not. Because. This is a few yeah. thousand. We're not going to, you know, get too um, persnickety about looking up the actual yeah. going rates. I feel yes, like this is thousands. Narrative, it would make sense for Aaron to do this and then be broke for a little bit until I get my next set of money. Uh, yes, and we'll uh, not worry about that right now because I certainly don't think Aaron's going to work. Excellent. Okay. So, Aaron, you now have um, an assault rifle and... Lots and lots of ammo. We'll work out the details of its harm. There such. is an assault rifle on my character sheet as an available starter option that's three harm, close slash far, area effect. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, cool. Aaron's happy with his okay. killing rifle. And Dear God. <laughs> 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 I, I mean... 
I feel like we're kind of just making a mockery of the lack of gun control. Yeah. But like, it's also really terrifying that it's true that we could probably get something yeah. like this. So uh, I'm going to walk out with my massive gun and buckets of ammo and be like, stop, Greta, you'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn, Gwena. Hero of Railsend murders hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they had it coming, says Aronson. <laughs> yeah, because that works great. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to walk in. And instead of um, talking to the mm-hmm. owner immediately, I'm going to just start slowly... Um, inspecting the guns and such that are for sale and like make my way around the room one item. Okay, well, another. the owner immediately says, Can I help you with something? Um, yeah, I was wondering if you had um, any gear for gun safety. Hmm. Gun safety? You mean like um, safety glasses, ear protection, that's that kind of thing? I'm thinking more of the bodily protection sort of thing. Bodily protection sort of thing. <laughs> like, what you mean? I mean, <laughs> I mean, something to protect my vital organs from being shot at again. <laughs> again? again. <laughs> what do you mean again? I've been in and out of the hospital the last couple of months with various types of gunshot wounds, and so I figured I should be proactive about this situation. <laughs> You coming in here trying to buy body armor? <laughs> I can't yes. sell you body armor. That that thing control. That's police and military grade equipment. And I'm supposed to believe that you don't have some in your back room for the right price. No. <laughs> I ain't got it for any price, right or not. That'd be illegal. So you can try to roll to manipulate someone. I. <laughs> I'm going I, to, I, I will yes. say I think you've got a minus one because you really came in with the I do a lot of crime. <laughs> I enjoy crying, but I keep getting shot when I crime. <laughs> um, I got a 12 before anything <laughs> Jesus <else>. Christ. <laughs> well, how? So, he says, I wouldn't sell you body armor for any price, because that's illegal. Even for a thousand goddamn dollars, I would not sell you so much as a flak jacket or anything like that. And even for a thousand dollars of cash, I would not leave something like that in the alley back here in 15 minutes, because that would be illegal. Do you understand me? I understand you perfectly, sir. Uh, just, we'll just forget this happened. Okay. He says, you, you better, you I'll better. Be- yeah. So what do you do, Gwyneth? Uh, take out a thousand dollars in cash. You all are walking around with a lot of cash. Why are you too rich? Yeah. We have like the two people who can't pay anything have like next to no income and then we have the two people with deep pockets. Yep. And I'm just gonna set it down on the nearest surface and okay. walk out. Okay. Question for a confused Brit. Is body armor really okay. illegal in America, but guns aren't? Um, 
largely in the yes. UK there's like you can wear whatever you like but you can't use a gun because you might hurt someone but you can't hurt someone by being so, armored I'm certainly not an expert yeah. at this but um, my understanding is that there's sort of a mutually assured destruction attitude about it oh. from a legal point of view and bear in mind that we have the whole second amendment issue here um, and so <laughs> it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so the Second Amendment talks about the right to bear arms, and so it's very difficult, um, arguably, I mean, we can argue about jurisprudence and stuff like that, but to write a law to pass legislation banning guns is not easy, but to pass legislation banning body armor or bulletproof vests for civilians, that's not covered by the Second Amendment, so there you go. This is great for Aaron, but terrible news for everyone else. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, anyhow, Gwyneth, I think we can just say that a few minutes later, you find, you go around into the alley behind the store, and there's a bag. Um, I think we can say it is um, a superstore bag, and it's kind of mm-hmm. hefty, and inside is some body armor. It, my flak vest is awesome. one armor hidden. Yep, and I think this would be the same. Awesome. So, next up, unless Gwyneth has something more to do, I think we would have Avis at the library. Before you go, can I get that calendar? And the map. Oh, yeah. I can hit... Yes, of course. Um, I'm going to disappear them into my pocket. I mean... Yeah, they should probably be in your pocket anyway. Poof. (laughs) Feathers. That was our entire sound effects budget for the rest of the episode, blown in one go. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. are a low-budget operation, but man... <laughs> just like MIA. You mean a zero-budget operation? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just like the hills. Um, anywho, so, Avis, you head into the library. Yes. And Doris is there. Oh, great. Oh, good morning, dear. And... She uh, sort of shakes a, a newspaper at you that she's been reading at the front desk and says, uh-huh. have you heard the news? There's a disturbance out in the woods last night. We think it's the ley lines again. What, <coughs> what exactly does it say about this disturbance? I say trying to look at the newspaper. Well, one of those crazy tabernacle people got shot and is in the hospital and I don't know that that involves the ley lines. I don't think ley lines can shoot folks or nothing. But, you know, there are some aliens that have technology that is a lot like our guns, but they don't shoot the same kind of bullets. And so maybe it was one of those, but they would have been drawn by the ley lines too, I guess. So it could still be the ley lines, but they found this woman bleeding out there and there was this fellow who was there and they were by a cave out in the woods and the fellow was just standing there all zoned out and they couldn't wake him up for... Uh, for hours and hours. I hear I hear from Hazel that over at the Hungry Hills, you know, I, she says that he woke up this morning finally and he don't remember a thing that happened. And isn't it just a mystery? We need to have another one of our little meetings soon, dear, don't you think? Yes, of course. Um, I, I think that that would be very wise. I was actually looking into something sort of related to that. I you know about all the animals disappearing, right? The yes, cows? and that's not even the half of it, dear. Do you know in the cave they found these two weird tabernacle people with? Um, the one the one dying and the other one in that trance, like I told you? There were a whole bunch uh-huh. of dog kennels in there, only they was empty. Yeah. 
I actually, you know, have you heard of Aaron Aronson? That Aaron Aronson, well, I, I, I have heard of him. I think he may be a bit of a shyster, but um, my, I mean, I, my I, great I niece, Kirsten, you. kind of likes the fella, but I don't know that... That, that she's the well, most stable girl. Everyone in Railsend is related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I, I don't think that he's particularly honest on the magical side of things, but he did come into town this morning with some of the dogs that do were you, I think he do found Do you think there. that Aronson fellow has something to do with the ley lines? I mean... As much as I am involved with the ley lines, I think he may be. Are you involved with the ley lines? Here? Oh, do be careful. That's dangerous, powerful stuff. I agree. This is all very dangerous. But I'm <laughs> rather concerned about there being other dogs out there in the hills related to the tabernacle. Well, all, the, all, well, all them dogs I, have gone missing, and we don't know where or why. Yeah. Well, I think if they were found in one of these caves, there well, might but, be but theory, other There was just empty cages places. there. There were no dogs found in there. Yes, but I, I'm pretty sure that's where Aaron got the dogs. That's why there was a disturbance. Somebody got the dogs. So you think Aaron's working with the aliens and the aliens shot the one and mind wiped the other? Possibly. Oh, this goes deep. It does. Alan sort of it really does. Theory. I mean, I'm not going to break her of it, so let's go with it. Um... So I'm here actually wanting to do some research on, well, how they might have gathered up all these animals and why and what we can do maybe to disrupt what they're doing. Do you know of any good resources? I'm sure you have some rather special knowledge here. Well, there's, there's the, uh, the local history section. Um, uh -huh. We also have um, the UFOs Daily newspaper. Um, it's my personal okay. subscription. The library board wouldn't approve it, but I still uh, I, I yeah, still put I it out for everybody because folks have a right to know, don't you think? Yes, yes, you're very um, right. And, and we have the the uh, the creature feature newsletter. That's a lot of fun. That comes <laughs> in. That's just a monthly though. Um, I don't know. It, it okay. doesn't really deal with creatures like you know dogs and cats and 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 you heard about the goats too, right? Like it doesn't deal with those. It deals yes. more with those cryptid creatures. Um, uh -huh. You know, like our Momo. You remember our Momo? It, it, yes, yes, um, I remember. They had a big Momo, article yeah. about our Momo adventures around here. Um, oh, okay. And, you know, there's things like that. So I don't know. Where where would you like to look, dear? Um, I was actually wondering if um, maybe you had more of an occult section. Occult section. Like, well, I mean, the only cult I know of around here was would be those, she lowers no. her voice and says, those healing cavern tabernacle people. Yes, exactly. So if I'm trying to stop them from doing whatever they're doing with the animals. Did you say I need a cult or a cult? I said a cult with an O, like the scripture, description oh. of like <laughs> magical things. Yeah. Well, and uh, Doris misheard you and that I misheard you, <laughs> okay. but that's still fine. That's where you need to go. Um, and so uh, she's, Doris says, so if you want to hear about that tabernacle outfit, you need to look in the local news. Okay. They've been here a long time. All right. Well, I think I know where to find those issues. Um, I think I've looked at them before, so I'll take a look, All I right. suppose. All right. I think, Avis, you're going to need to roll to investigate a mystery. All right. <laughs> that was... 
Doris is a lot. Though, to be fair, I think this is the most professional we've been on a mystery since the spook light. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's true. Um, that's a 10. Okay. Um, 10 total is good. That's a hold two. Yeah. I'm not sure how to, if these questions really work great. Well, ask them it, and I will help you find uh, articles or old news clippings that would be appropriate to the topics. Okay. I kind of want to lean on to what happened here and try to see how far back the history of the tabernacle goes, the healing cavern tabernacle, and what exactly have they been in the news for? Okay, over the years? so the first um, reference you can find of them is mm -hmm. from 1971. Okay. And it's got a picture of a young man who has hair. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. And it says, um, new movement comes to Rails End. And it describes a new age movement um, that is calling itself the Healing Cavern Tabernacle. And it says, mm -hmm. Ralph Henry, or as he is known, Reverend Brother, has founded a new oh. new age group here in Rails End. And the Reverend Brother says that this group is dedicated to bringing the healing powers of the region to the uh, mass of humanity and is starting worship services and is calling people into the area. And there's a general optimistic slant to the article that this is going to bring tourists and tourism to Rails End. Okay, you said Ralph Henry is a uh, yes. reverend brother. Okay, and he started the movement 1971. Yep. Okay, that was good information. I'm just trying to figure out what else I want to ask. That Get one more. Here. I know, I got to choose well. I don't know if I can get this information from what I have here. I, I kind of want to ask, what can it do? What else have they been in these papers for? And can any of it be linked to something that I might think is supernatural? Mm -hmm. Well, um, you find not a lot of articles uh, from that first one in 1971, but you periodically find articles um, about... They're not, they're often called revivals, but if you know something about uh, the terminology in uh, particularly Protestant religion in the United States, they, you know, don't really fit a revival in that sense, but big mass meetings that are big healing meetings that have happened periodically over the years. Um, certainly not on an annual basis, but every few years it seems like the Healing Cavern Tabernacle has um, massive healings, healing events, where people come from around the country and even the world um, to do something deep in the woods with the tabernacle. And there are at least claims in these articles of people being restored from horrible illness or um, massive injuries or even old age and infirmity. And I will say that okay. as part of this, it clicks into your head that 
you couldn't really tell how old Reverend Brother was when mm -hmm. you've seen him or interacted with him. But yeah. he doesn't look like someone who was starting in nineteen. Was this the same Reverend yes. Brother? Like, did he look like the same person? There's a picture of him, and Avis, to you, it looks like the okay. same man. Albeit okay. with hair. So it's either him or he has some relative who looks really similar to him. Like, it, it's probably him, and he's doing these big healing meetings. And sort and of just for my own notes, I didn't himself. know if it was like the title gets passed or if it's the same person who's just like uh, quasi immortal. Yeah, I'm leaning toward the second. Um, okay, and around the... I, just, you may not want to give I may not. And I, I totally understand that. Um, but I want to look around these big healing meetings and see if there's any note in these papers of animals going missing. Is this just another big healing meeting, or does this... Is this different? So... There's no um, record of animal sacrifice in the Rails End Reputation or the other news sources you're able to find in the local section of the library. Um, but you do uh -huh. see repeatedly that Reverend Brother says that you have to give something up in order to, in order to, be, healed. Uh, to be healed by the holy, taber the holy Tavern and the Tabernacle. Wait, wait. So there was an obituary, oh, him, right? I, he died, like, at my... least according to the paper, he died. <laughs> yep. So I think I know what this is. I think they're trying to resurrect him. That's why they're, they're getting all the animals. I they're, had the same aha moment right after you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just, we I'm more worried that, it's like, going to be a mega reference, brother. Oh, no. He's going to come back evil yeah. with superpowers, um, and he was I'm already pretty... evil. Yes, yes. The, this is going to be really, really bad. Like, this is not going to necessarily just bring him back. This could end up being <laughs> big. Um, okay. Well, at least we know what their goal is now, and I'm all the more invested in stopping this. Um, I am going to wait outside the library for my ride to come pick me up, thinking, oh, shit. How close oh, is the shit, library oh, to the police station? <laughs> you might want to just run. <laughs> yeah, it's like a block away. Yeah, I'm going to run that way. Like carrying my notes and everything. Like, oh, no. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I, I believe that you did a thing. Um, Agent, Agent Erickson, you were going <laughs> no. to the police station to see Officer yes. Mulberry. Um. So I, I think that he is probably in the station. Um, but not, you know, out mm -hmm. front, obviously. He's in the back doing his paperwork to begin. Uh, if I can, shift. like, get permission to go back to his office, I will. Um, I, I think what happens is the um, receptionist mm -hmm. at the desk there, you know, buzzes back and uh, Agent Mul or Officer Mulberry comes out and brings okay. him back. And as you're doing this, um, a large... Uh, Oh, let's, I, I, you know, I talked about FedEx before, but I think that's too expensive and um, branded. So I, I think something Mail that... Express. <laughs> this video not sponsored thought, by FedEx. I thought you were trying to hide that by actually... Yeah, I thought you were trying to hide that by calling it... By yeah, no, I, I think that a truck labeled 
Uh, what did you say? Mail Dave? Express. <laughs> yeah, Mail Express pulls up, and it's not painted very well, and there's a, a, a hole in the back of it. But a guy sort of careens up, and he comes in, and he's got a clipboard in his hand, and he says, I've got a container for a, an Officer Mulberry. Um, where, where should I put it? And uh, Mulberry's there with you, Erickson, and he looks at you quizzically. I'm just going to say um, I had to have something shipped in, and I figured you'd be a safe person to hold on to it until I got here. Exactly what is this something? Um, that's secret federal federal stuff. Um, federal law enforcement type stuff here you're talking I am. about, Erickson? Um, I have, I have other things to discuss with you. Um, I'll, I'll get this out of your hair when I go. <laughs> Well, um, and so Mulberry looks at the, the delivery driver and he says, so what do I need to I, do? I think just sign that you got it and I'll, I'll cover the shipping cost. <laughs> okay. So, well, yeah, there's no shipping cost to Mulberry, at least. And so Mulberry signs and then the, the driver says, um, so where, where do you want me to put it? Do you want me to just put it in the, the parking um, lot? I'll, I'll help him load it into my van. I'm not sure it's going to fit in How your van. How big is this thing? I don't think it's going to fit. I think Well, this I mean, it's a large, it's, I don't know, it's about eight feet long and about six feet high. It's a, it's a wooden crate. <laughs> I don't know what's in it, mister. I what did she send me? Oh, oh no. Um, I don't know. Look, you really oh. rolled well on deal with agency. <laughs> uh, you got something big. Mulberry, do you mind if we talk out by my van? <laughs> <laughs> just so that because I, I don't know what's in this crate um i reckon i reckon maybe we better i just um, don't want to get this out of my eyesight um just in case so your van's out in the parking lot by the yes which is now by a eight by six crate giant crate yes okay it's yeah it's about the same the size mm -hmm. um Van. <laughs> he sent me a van. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, um, I, so it's sitting, it, it gets unloaded mm -hmm. in the parking spot by the okay. van. And I assume you've got some tools in oh, the I'm not opening this in front of Mulberry. Not until I find it. Well, where are you going to take it? I, I was just going to leave it next to it? the van while we talk. <laughs> Okay. 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 Mulberry says, kind of whistles and says, "Oh, baby, is that that? I don't know what that is, but that's sure something. It's got top secret on it. It's got all sorts of labels. No peeking, you know." I mean, I haven't requested many gifts, so I think I'm getting all of my Christmas presents at once, sort of thing. Wow. I'll tell you what. That's sure something. We don't know what it is. That's it's something. very true. That's the biggest box under the tree. There it is. I hope it's the most fun as well. <laughs> um, in other, uh, anyway, the reason that I came um, uh, last night, me and my associates did some snooping, um, and we were able to find a few of the dogs. Uh, they've been returned to the shelter where they're going to get them back to their families. Yeah, my second cousin works down at the uh, <laughs> the animal shelter. She called and said that some of them dogs had showed up again, that four of them. 
Um, she was right excited. Says that squirrely guy, Aaron, Aaronson fella. Had he's an associate um, <laughs> of mine, but uh, he, he keeps up a cover of being uh, useless in order to slip by. Well, that's a mighty fine cover he's got. I agree. Now. He's about as useless as teats on a boarhog. Exactly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, uh, there was one chihuahua that was released into the woods. Um, not sure. Oh, no. Did Minnie get I, away? We haven't been able to recover them yet. That, that, my, my sister lost lost a dog a little chihuahua she named Minnie, I, a little ankle biter but um, she loved instructor that dog. to look in the woods around <laughs> and I'll, I'll gesture on a map <laughs> it's going to be in this area hopefully well that sense ain't got that dog ain't got the sense god gave a goose but i hope i hope Minnie do, is okay just just i do as well say. um while we were out there we found them in a cave and i'm gonna poof out the map <laughs> I mean, I've already done this magic trick. (laughs) Getting casual. You have. You have. Um, He shakes his head. He says, I'm never going to get used to that. um, It comes with the job, I think. Um, It's a little new. Um, (laughs) You get promoted uh, or something? By someone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. Around here is where we found him. And I'm going to mark near one of the arches. Um. These symbols seem okay. to be different caves out in the woods. So this is on the Forest yes, Service ground. Which oh, is my Lord. jurisdiction. Okay. Um, is it? You got jurisdiction over the Forest Service? Oh, I'm the Service? EPA. But this is Missouri government no, ground. It, I, well, good luck. I'm federal. <laughs> Look, buddy. Good luck to you is well, all I got to say. I just wanted to make you aware. Um, I appreciate that. The tabernacle sure was guarding the cave. Uh, do I have... Did somebody take the guns? The tabernacle? Good Lord. Who has their guns from last night? I think Aaron absconded. I I'm pretty I sure I just Aaron left them at the house because I didn't yeah, want to walk carrying a them. shotgun to give the animals back. Do we want those? Because John would have asked you if you needed them because he was going to return them to the police as evidence. I... I'm pretty sure they're at Old okay. Lawson's house. I think Alan would have wanted to hang on to them until we got a better replacement. Sounds good. Um, they were carrying some uh, uh, firearms, but we uh, were able to recover them, and they're in holding for now until we can put them into evidence. Um, according to this, and I'm going to poof out the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Edson. You gotta stop um, doing that. It's, it's the last thing, I swear. Um, it seems like... You're gonna make me wet myself. <laughs> it, it's just... Uh, it's just feathers. It's okay. <laughs> um, according to this, uh, they're going to bring all these missing animals to a central cave on the morning of the solstice at 4.30. Um, no, that uh, actually it's four, in the evening. It's four thirty in the afternoon. PM. They're going to leave. <laughs> yep, four thirty in the yep. evening. Yep. Um, yep. PM. What in the world would they be doing with all them critters? Something large. In a cave. We think it says something about a sacrifice, so uh, we can assume the worst. That sounds pretty um, bad. The only thing I know, I requested some help from you. Uh, and I know you cannot give me anything 
dangerous. <laughs> but if you could spare some Kevlar, I'm not sure this is going. it would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> uh, we're going to try to keep these animals alive in the next coming few days. <laughs> Kevlar. It's just Kevlar. <laughs> Nothing's That's dangerous true. about Kevlar. That's true. Ain't like Kevlar's ever killed uh, a man. True. I hope. Might have saved a few. Also true. Well, tell you what. I'm about to go out on uh, patrol here, and, uh, well, I might bring along a little bit extra, because you did roll pretty well. Like, you got a mixed success last, well, what is last yes. night in game. So I, I think you're still getting the benefit yeah. of that. And so, uh, so he says, yeah, I'll be leaving. Uh, I'll come by here uh, before I start my patrol. I got to go get my car from the back there. And uh, who knows, I might have an extra bulletproof vest or two in my uh, in, I in would my vehicle. Uh, greatly appreciate that. Um, in addition, when we release these animals, uh, we don't have a great way of controlling them. So we'll try to herd them towards your jurisdiction. Um, but Well, I'll let animal control know to be on the lookout. Yep, absolutely. Um, Keep me Will in the loop, do. Erickson. Of course. Thank you. All right. And so he goes back inside. And do the I see Avis running down the street? <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> and so Avis is running towards you um, as you're standing by this ginormous wooden crate and old frig. Uh, when he goes inside, I'm going to grab a crowbar and try to pop the top on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually be popping an end. Okay, that works. Okay. Oh, okay. And do you pop it off before Avis? Uh, does I would think so. Um, inside, you see something, and it takes you a few moments to figure out what it is. It's a water cannon. Oh my! <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, that is it on wheels or is it just like a giant? Water cannon. It <laughs> it is on wheels, but it also has a mount on it. Like it could be removed from the wheels um, and mounted onto something. I mean, normally it would be mounted onto like a crate or a troop carrier or something okay, like that. Um, okay, not sure what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> but I'm glad I have it. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm going to have to research water. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to find a four-wheeler. I didn't expect you to have so much success <laughs> with the... Uh... Um, okay, I'm just going to be looking at this, I think, when Avis comes. I come skidding up, and I'm like, okay. Harrison, I, I, I think, think I it's a water cannon. Um, what is that? I asked for a non-lethal <laughs> and to deal with Why a large number that? of people. I'm not so sure this will help us in the woods. <laughs> but we have it now. <laughs> I probably should have mentioned that we were going to be in the woods. It's got wheels. How are we going to get this anywhere? <laughs> I might be able to hook it How up to the back of my, down the road? my van. <laughs> um, we might need yeah. a trailer or something. So I, I think we can establish that through great difficulty you can get it 
into the back of Old Frigg, and she sinks down on her wheels, but and it's you tight. can't close the back doors. I'm gonna put a tarp on the back There's so that it's not sticking out the end. seen. Um. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, so, water cannon. All right. Um, anyway, I, what I was saying, I think I yeah. know what the tabernacle is going to do. So, it was established by this guy, um, Ralph Henry, back in 1971. He, he called himself Reverend Brother. And in the pictures, it looks like the same Reverend Brother. So, I think he's somehow been using the caverns and the minerals to keep himself alive. And then we killed him. So, I think they're going to use the animals to resurrect Um. him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Necromancy is never a good thing. Um, As soon as we get back, I'll I'll send a report once we get this water cannon out. Yeah, you should. This is this is big. Yeah, Um, no, necromancers are bad news. Um, I'm. They are, and I mean, this always has consequences. It's not like they're just going to kill the animals, have them come back, and go about their business. Like, their business is bad, and beyond that, okay, okay. Um, well, let's get back as soon as we can. I think we have to pick up the others, though. We might need to drop off the water cannon before they can Yeah, get. let's find them quickly. <laughs> and we definitely need to warn Agnes and Vance and Earl. Like, we need to warn everybody, because if there's necromancers... Yeah, that's, that's not good. I'm concerned about what else um, they might do. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, geez. Uh, let's, let's, get yeah. this, let's get this water cannon back to Lawson's. Jeez. Then we'll pick up the other Lawson's? two. Lawson's? Okay. Then I'll send a report. All right. <laughs>